What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up, EDS Squad. It is your boy Eli. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another special, special edition of EDS Squad After Dark. Yes, I'm alive. I made it. We made it when we come back we are going to get into where i've been what i've been doing who i've been doing no i haven't been doing nobody child um when we come back y'all we're gonna get into all of the things um this episode is a special episode um i will tell you why when I return, we are going to get into a little tiny, 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 tiny bit of hot topics, um, uh, and I am going to also discuss with you, um, everything. Every, 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 everything that's been going on with me, what's going on with the podcast, and um, so sit back, relax, because we don't have a conversation, y'all. We'll be back right after this, y'all. And we are back, y'all. Ciao. Um, it's been a minute. It's been literally almost four months since my last episode. Where has Eli been? What has Eli been up to? Did he forget about the podcast? Does he care anymore? I care. All of that. Um, I care. I First things first, I want to say that I have missed you guys so very much. Um, but with me saying that, I also have to say that I needed this break. Um, I did um creatively i needed this break um mentally i needed this break um emotionally i needed this break um i just needed it um what i will say is that um creating things people don't understand the thought process the time um that you have to prepare the time you have to go out and research topics the times you have to um 
formulate and put things together. People don't understand that putting these episodes together is a lot of work. Um, the first thing is getting to <laughs> getting to record, um, having the opportunity to record, especially when you juggle work, when you juggle family, when you juggle other things that you're doing out in the real world. Um, showing up is first things first. Sometimes is a lot. Um, then the material. Um, what do you want? What are we gonna talk about? Um, what do I? What do I want to talk about? Uh, what are my thoughts and opinions on each topic? Um, how is the show going to be laid out? How is the show going to be formatted? Um, and God forbid, um, during the recording process, you don't have any hiccups and mess ups and stuff like that. Um, creating a episode, a podcast episode can be a lot. And um, I'm thankful for the year I had in 2022. Um, we got a lot, a lot, a lot of material, um, and I'm thankful, um, I'm thankful for everybody that has listened to this podcast. I think I'm thankful for all of the people that have put other people onto this podcast. I, I'm, I'm just thankful. So I don't take any of this for granted. Um, I literally just needed a break. I needed time to miss this. Um, I needed time to come up with new ideas. Um, I needed time to just not talk. Another thing that I want to say before I continue on with what I was going to say Talk, especially being a, a podcast that deals with celebrity gossip and celebrity tea, that also is a big burden as well. There is some days, some weeks that I don't give a damn about these celebrities because in my real everyday life, I'm going through shit or in my real everyday life, I'm busy. So the last thing I want to do some days is get on a microphone and talk about these celebrities, especially the ones that are doing the same things over and over and over and over again. Um, so I needed a break. I needed an extended break. Um, I went ghost um, purposely. Because <laughs> um, I just needed, uh, I just needed to go away. Suddenly, I just needed that time to myself. I didn't um, feel at the time that I needed to speak on anything because I knew at uh, knowing me and knowing how I operate, at some uh, point in time, I was going to speak on whatever was going on with me or whatever is going on with me. Um, mental health check-in, 
mentally, I'm doing good. I I feel good. I feel rested when it deals with content creating and being a content creator. I feel rested. I feel energized, and I feel ready to go. Um, in my everyday life, I'm I'm good. Um. You know, sometimes you have those days where you're just not with it. You're not with the shit, so to speak. But um, like I said, I feel good. I'm 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 blessed. I'm I'm thankful that a we're here another year to even be able to do this podcast, and uh, b I'm just thankful and grateful that I have been kept for another year. Um, I'm back. Um, (laughs) So don't think that this is just a one-off. I want to start by saying that that I am not going anywhere. Um, From now on, you guys will get these episodes every Friday. Um, I'm going to shoot for as soon as people wake up, but if not, um, it'll definitely be mid-afternoon, early evening, um, certain weeks. So if you wake up in the morning, you don't see the episode available, that honestly might be just because um, I was too busy to... uh, send it to where it needed to be sent so it could be broadcast to all of you guys. Um, but like I said, just wait until like the early evening. You should get this uh, and you should get an episode. Um, every Friday, like I said, I'm on all podcast platforms. Um, I am still in the works of fine tuning and getting the video aspect together um y'all know me and if you don't know me (laughs) you know that um i don't play when it comes to putting out content i like to put out content in the best way possible with the utmost quality as i personally can do um so something is so basically, aka, if something is toe up and janky, we ain't doing it over here. So not saying that <laughs> the podcast episodes that I have filmed on uh, camera have been toe up and janky because they haven't. Um, it's just a process, and I'm hoping, I'm hoping, I'm hoping, I'm hoping. Fingers crossed. Uh, prayers up, uh, love and light over this way that we will have it up and running by the summertime. Um, but like I said, um, I'm definitely, uh, the video aspect is definitely in the works. So you got me on audio for the time being. I deal with it. Um, a lot of things has been going on since I've been gone. Like <laughs> a lot of things. Um, 
We're going to go for another short break. We got to pay some bills. Um, But when we come back, I am going to briefly talk about the Tory Lane situation. I am going to, Tory Lane's and Megan Thee Stallion, because, yeah, it's been that long. Um, I'm going to briefly uh, tell you how my holidays and New Year's went. Um, And then I'm briefly going to discuss Renaissance Tour. Y'all already know. Beehive, I got y'all. I'm going to briefly talk about uh, tickets, that whole process. And then we're going to uh, talk about my father because... I am taping on the anniversary of his passing. It's been 15 years, so we're going to have a segment where I just, you know, talk about some things in that realm of things. Um, And I, like I said, I'm briefly going to go through a couple topics on uh, currently that's going on, and then we're going to get up out of here. I ain't going to be for you too long. So stay tuned, stay locked. We'll be back right after this. And we are back. All right, Joss, let's get into it. So Holidays was good, just to go a little brief um, with that. Uh, holidays were good. New Year's was good. Friends, family, amazing. Spending time with them, being around them, having good-ass times with them. Enjoyed it. Heart is full. Amazing, amazing, amazing time during the holidays. Um, Y'all already know Tory Lanez is on the do not uh, the R.I.P. list. Um, if you guys don't know what the R.I.P. list, if you're new, that is a list of celebrities, a list of topics, a list of anything that we on this show are finished talking about. And when I mean finished, I mean done. Don't have no uh, time for. Don't have no place for. the the topic, the person is just done. (laughs) And um, we have a pretty cool list. Um, And on that list was uh, Shorty Make Short Shorts, a.k.a. Tory Lanez. Um, But I always have said, I'm not going to talk about that short fuck, but if he gets caught up if he finally pays for his crimes i will sing to the moon and granted i like during my hiatus i really like during that time period i was itching y'all don't understand y'all i was itching to grace this microphone. But, you know, I stuck to my guns. was like, Elijah, you're on hiatus. You'll talk about it when you come back. Um, 
I'm not going to get deep, deep, deep into it because time has passed and um, this nigga has been found guilty and is currently in jail. Uh, What I will say, even though this story is not over, because if you don't know, um, this nigga wants to have a second trial. Um, He hired a whole new a lawyer team. Um, His sentencing got pushed back because it was supposed to be in February, but it got pushed back because of the new trial and the new uh, attorney team and whatever. Um, So I I am going to discuss bits and pieces of it. But I'm not going to get deep into it um, once we find new information. Just because um, Meg is trying to move on with her life and we are trying to move on with our lives. We do, <laughs> And Shorty Make Short Shorts just is really not getting that much time on here. Um, but what I will say is that God will not be mocked. Um, once you play, like, you can play with people to a certain extent. But one thing you're not going to do is play with the Lord Almighty. Your, his fate was sealed. Well, his feet. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. My bad, y'all. I got clicked off. Um, What I was saying was... um. When you start adding God and putting the Lord in things and trying to put him to the test, so and so, that's when he will show you who he really is. Um, and his fate was sealed when he um, posted that scripture um, on Twitter. Um, then I knew that... Um, he was done um the shenanigans that happened after he was found guilty by his family is utterly disgusting i've said it on my uh facebook page and i've talked to other people about this it was utter disgusting how his father and his stepmother just showed they natural ass at that courtroom. Um, then you were putting blame on Rock Nation and Jay-Z. And it was just a lot of foolery. It was a lot of um, the actress. But the main thing that really kind of pissed me off about that situation, it wasn't the father. It wasn't the stepmother and the shenanigans. It was the kids. It's the fact that you did all of this shit in front of the kids. And then not only that you did it in front of the kids, you had the kids be a participant in the fuck shit. You got the sister saying, uh, you know, I hate Rock Nation and I hate Jay-Z. This girl don't know nothing about Rock Nation. This little girl don't know nothing about Jay-Z. And you got this little girl 
on TV, because mind you, TMZ out here, all of the news outlets is out at this time. They just saw not the verdict, of course. All of these news outlets is outside trying to get some sort of statement. And you got your kid, you got these little ass kids when, let's be real, this is before school was still in session. This was before we went on Christmas break. These kids wanted to watch The Grinch. They wanted to watch uh, Santa Claus. I, but they wanted to watch Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. They did not want to be in no courtroom sitting here listening to the craziness that their family member has been a part of and has done. Like, I, I just I just didn't understand it. I didn't get it. But um, the nigga's in jail. He's been in jail. He, there's no... Um, bailing him out there's none of that shit he's in jail um like i said i will give an update if there's an update to be had when it comes to is this how many years this nigga got um and is he gonna be deported after he serves his time um which i kind of hope he is um we need to start sending lessons to these fuck niggas like you don't get to come from another country and come into America and act a plum ass fool and do whatever the fuck you want. Um, but we'll see um, where that goes. Uh, speaking of Megan Thee Stallion, she just uh, returned from her hiatus. So that's funny. Um, since we're talking about people <laughs> in hiatuses and stuff like that. Um, Meg uh, was at the Oscars. Um, Vanity Fair party. She looked it absolutely amazing. Girl just looks. I, I'm ready for this new era. She announced that she has an album in the works. I am excited for new Megan Thee Stallion music. Um, because I already know she about to talk her shit. If she ain't never talked this shit before, she about to talk it. Um, she's out of that fuck ass label. She got a new, uh, a new deal. Like, it's just, Meg is in a whole new era. A whole There's a whole new aura, a positive aura about her. And I'm here for it. So, shout out to Meg. Um, so, that happened. Um, let's talk about Renaissance. Let's talk about Beyonce. Did y'all get y'all tickets? If you are Beehive and you are following this podcast, if you did not get your tickets, I really have to question your your membership status because I've been telling y'all since the album dropped that y'all need to get y'all funds in order, checkbooks, Accounts need to be in order because Beyonce is going to come and y'all don't know when. Like, so, anywho, um, Beyonce uh, announced that her uh, Renaissance World Tour will be kicking up uh, starting in May. Um, she's going to be overseas um, in London, Sweden, uh the child the list goes on and on um and then she's going to do the american tour leg and i think it starts in july i think 
but don't quote me. I think she starts the American tour in July. Um, first off, before we get into uh, anything else, we're gonna uh, yes, I'm gonna drag Ticketmaster. So give me a second to get my things in order. We were about to drag Ticketmaster. Um, so I got my ticket. Um, I am going to be at the show in East Rutherford, New Jersey. I'm at MetLife Stadium. Um, I'm going to the Saturday show. Um, Let's talk about Ticketmaster. So Ticketmaster needs to go up under the jail cell. Whoever's the CEO of Ticketmaster, they need to go to jail. Whoever own whoever is a like a part of that company, y'all asses need to go to jail. Um, the highway robbery that y'all have done, the the ticket gouging that y'all have done, um, the lying and telling us that you only had a specific amount of tickets for the pre-sales and the rest of those tickets is going to be for the on-sale. You lied um, because all of the tickets were available during the pre-sale and a certain amount of people were even able to get into the pre-sale. So by the time people got to the on-sale, guess what was happening? Tickets were over and up <laughs> the roof because people were buying them and then reselling them for astronomical prices. Um, I signed up do the fair verify fan. Like everybody was supposed to, um, there was depending on what day you were going, what city you were going, you had to pick that specific time frame. You had to sign up in that specific group. Signed up for Group A, because that was the East Rutherford shows, Group A. You were the first pre-sale. Signed up on, I think it was like Friday, I signed up. And then Sunday, because Sunday was the Grammys, and Sunday we were going to find out, they were going to send an email like at 6 o'clock Eastern time, um, who got into the pre-sale and who was on a wait list. So, signed up, Sunday comes right before the Grammys, check my email. Of course, I'm waitlisted. Like, you know, I can't have my things. I can't have all of my things. So I'm waitlisted, pissed off, because I'm like, I'm knowing in my heart of hearts, this is before I knew the lies that Ticketmaster was telling us were lies. Um, I knew in my heart of hearts that by the time I was able to get a ticket, I was either going to be paying a scalper price or I was going to not get a ticket because it was going to be sold out. So fast forward to the next day, the pre-sale. Mind you, people were getting kicked off the site. People someone selecting their tickets and going to the checkout and the whole thing was crashing. It was, it was some fuck shit going on with the ticket master. So then at some point during the pre-sale, they say, Oh, we didn't sell all of our tickets. So we're going to send out codes to more people. Did I get a code? Absolutely not. So didn't get a code. The pre-sale ended. 
that pre-sale ended. I didn't get a code. I didn't get it pushed up. Then there was like two or three other pre-sales. There was like a Verizon pre-sale. There was like a Citibank pre-sale. There was so many pre-sales. <laughs> like, that's another thing. There was a there was so many pre-sales, it was absolutely ridiculous. Before we even got onto the general sales, which was gonna be at the end of next weekend. So the full week, I'm just pissed. Like everybody, like I I'm telling you guys, I was a bitch to any and everybody. I was pissed because this is my thing. I have been messing with Ticketmaster for a, a long time. And I never had to do the shit I had to do with the Beyonce tour ever in my life with Ticketmaster. Granted, I know Beyonce's a bigger artist. Granted, I know that the shit that happened with Taylor Swift and her tour, and I, I get it. But I don't know. Ticketmaster needs to go back to the the drawing board and kind of do something different because this wasn't fair to anybody. Um, then the next thing was the, the, the price gouging. People were literally buying nosebleed seats. And bitch, I'm talking about all the way up in the sky. Bitch, your, your nose is bloody. Bitches is trying to sell those tickets for $400 and $500 when the 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 ticket, the, the regular price of the ticket is like $50, $60. So then everybody's taking this information and going to the blogs. They're going to their Facebook accounts, their Twitters, and saying that Beyonce is charging astronomical rates for her tour. Meanwhile, Ticketmaster is the one that's doing it. Club Renaissance is like $400 overseas in the United States. It started at $500. By the time the first pre-sale ended, people were trying to uh <laughs> people were trying to sell those Club Renaissance tickets for like two, three thousand dollars. Like it's it's crazy how Ticketmaster is able to price gouge the way that they are doing. Like even in, in bump the scalpers and the people that are buying the tickets and putting them up for higher prices. Ticketmaster, their official tickets are high as fuck because they have this pride. They have this um this system where if a tour or a concert or whatever type of event is like very popular or selling out fast they like to they can raise the prices i forgot what the the fee is called it's like a i forget what the fee is called but there's a fee um when the tickets are hot like a beyonce concert like a taylor swift they add an extra fee. So Ticketmaster, y'all are going the fuck down. I really hope and pray the people that are on the behalf of Taylor Swift um, concerts and Taylor Swift, I hope they bleed y'all. I, I hope y'all collapse. I am, bitch. I'm not that type of person that wish bad on people. But Ticketmaster, y'all are crooks. Y'all are disgusting. And y'all need to be taken down immediately. That's all I have to say about that. I eventually did get my ticket. I had to go to a second party uh, website to get it. I got a 
pretty good seat. I'm more excited that I'm just in the vicinity or in the building, period. Um, worst ticket, worst, worst, but I, I hope after this um, lawsuit with the Taylor Swift that Ticketmaster or whoever um, Live Nation, like I honestly, I don't even like y'all to really be honest. Okay, let me be honest with y'all. Like, I started messing with Ticketmaster because I go to WWE events and a lot. Well, the, the arena that I go to, um, they deal with Ticketmaster. Um, but I know a lot of people are starting to message like SeatGeek and StubHub, like those, um, websites and those companies are starting to get more and more uh, clientele when it comes to the stadiums and the uh, arenas and stuff. I'm just hoping Live Nation just like says, fuck you to the, the Ticketmaster and go to like a SeatGeek or a StubHub. Like, cause Ticketmaster is ridiculous. They're absolutely ridiculous. But through and through, all in all, I'm going to the Renaissance tour. I am so excited. Um, I can't even believe that I am going <laughs> on this um, to the concert. Um, I probably won't really feel it until it's starting to get to be that time. Um, I have not, I haven't really looked for an outfit. I know it's going to be summertime. So I got to think summer and dress summer or find something summery. Um, I'm just excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. Um, cause y'all know me. I rarely do things for myself. Like these last couple years, I've really been doing stuff for myself, like going to WWE events and, um, doing uh, like I've been really trying to treat myself more and do more um because you only live one life you only are here once and I don't want my time to be consumed by things that I wish I could have did or things I should have done so I'm excited um I hope you guys that are out there Got your tickets. And the people that got their tickets or dealt with Ticketmaster during this whole situation, y'all know exactly what I'm talking about. Y'all understand everything I'm saying because it was ridiculous. It literally was. Um, but like I said, we got through that hurdle. I got my ticket. I'm going to the Renaissance concert. And I am so excited. Like, Oh my goodness. I don't know what, like, I'm, uh, yeah. I'm, I've been a fan of Beyond. Like, I was just reflecting. When I bought the ticket, I was reflecting. And then um, I saw um, probably like a couple weeks after uh, Destiny's Child's debut album turned 25, I believe this year and I was just reflecting like damn I've been a Beyonce a Destiny Child fan since 98 99 like since I was a little little ass kid and like just to see her growth and 
the things that she was able to do since then, it's just, I, like, it's going to be a full circle moment for me. Like, a full circle moment, and I'm excited. Um, I'm trying to think anything else that happened while I was away. Um... Uh, but else have happened? Well, I've been gone. I think that's pretty much it. Anything else was like irrelevant, or I didn't give a fuck. Um, I re- oh yeah, the Grammys. So first of all, shout out. Speaking since we're talking about Beyonce, congratulations to Beyonce because she is the she now is the only artist with the most Grammys ever. Um, So shout out to her. Even though she did not get album of the year, they give that to uh, who? Harry Styles, which is funny because, never mind. I'm not even going to get into that. It happened. It happened. It happened. All right, y'all. So let's get into some current topics. Let's get into some current topics. Did y'all see BMF with Young Miami? I was disgusted seeing her see, like she was terrible. And the reason why I was disgusted was because there are hundreds of actresses and actors that put in the fucking work, went to school, graduated college, got degrees in the field of acting and directing and all of these things and y'all always pass these people up for celebrities that have no acting training never never memorize a line for shit like her acting was terrible and it's like it's embarrassing it's like out of everybody y'all could have picked Y'all pick Young Miami, who has no track record of being an actress. Speaking of BMF, BMF is about to be done. I think Friday is the season finale. Um, um, an amazing season. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um... I guess since we're talking about TV, I guess I could talk about this, some of the stuff that I'm watching currently. So, like I said, I'm watching BMF. I'm so excited um, to see the season finale. Um, Wu-Tang. I'm watching Wu-Tang, the final season of Wu-Tang. Um, I've been really loving the, the different... Um, videos, um, the different episodes that they've been doing uh, based on the albums that they were creating back then. Like, those episodes were very cool and very creative. I, I like it. Um, 
What else am I watching? Wu-Tang. I'm watching BMF. I am watching... Life at Love After Lockup. Life After Lockup. We could spend all day talking about this show because there's so much to unpack with each couple. And maybe I'll do like a segment next week on it. What I will say is that these white companies, these white uh, television companies, they love to record and have us black people looking a fucking fool in front of national uh, television. They especially love it when they can add a black queer person into the mix and have them act a plum fool because then, you know, it drives up viewers, it drives up traffic on social media, and then it reinforces and reiterates why a lot of black people in specific do not care for the LGBTQ community because they see us fighting, they see us being messy, they see us gossiping, and they see... So... Y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all know where I'm getting at. Monique and Derek and the situation between Derek's sisters and Monique and her sisters. Um, I love the community. I love my LGBTQ community. I love each and every last one of you guys. But there is something that disgusts me to my core when I see a trans woman get on TV, get wherever, and starts up drama, being the main messy person, and putting their hands on women. And this is why I, and putting their hands on people, period. But mostly women, and this is why. After that episode aired where Derek's trans uh, sister fought Monique's um, sisters aired. I went in the comments of one of the video, the clips, um, I think it was on Facebook. And to see the transphobia, like you can cut the transphobia in those com in the comment section with a fucking knife. They were so transphobic, so disgusting, degrading her, uh, generalizing trans women, saying that they all do stuff like this. They want to be us so bad, but they all, they, it was gross. And this is why I don't, I can't stand when y'all get up on these cameras and y'all get on these television shows and do this shit because y'all continuously reiterate and reinforce dangerous, dangerous stereotypes, dangerous rhetoric from people that don't know shit. It's those same people that hate you, that want to kill you, that don't see nothing for you, that you go and do this shit in front of, and they continuously use the excuse 
of you doing this bullshit. I was embarrassed. As a person that's in the community, I was embarrassed because, again, another LGBTQ member is doing fuck shit that we're all going to have to pay for. Another member of the community doing fuck shit that we're all going to have to pay for. Next week, I will expound more on this because there's so many things I want to dissect and so many things I want to discuss. Not even just the Derek and Monique situation. There are other couples on that show that are very toxic, very just... There's a lot of things that we need to, we could talk about when it comes to love after lockup, life after lockup, that I will save till next week. So I'm going to table this, but I just really wanted to say that I was disgusted with this last week's episode. Um, so with that being said, we're going to take another break. And when we come back, I am going to talk about my amazing father who I and my brothers and my mom and my whole entire family lost 15 years ago. Um, So stay tuned, stay locked. We're going to reflect in a minute. We'll be back right after this. And we're back, y'all. We're back. We're back, we're back, back, back. All right. Um, so, yeah, um, 15 years ago, y'all, I lost my father. Um, I was 16. Um, y'all know the story. I mean... <laughs> The story has been the same every time I told it. But what I do want to talk about, I don't really want to talk about, you know, his final moments. I just want to celebrate his whole entire life. Um, I'm so blessed to have been in a family that was so unique and so different, but, um, you know, two parents, um, middle-class family, um, any and everything that you can hope or think of or want you had, um, And most of that had to do with my father and his love for his children. He always wanted the best for us. Um, I remember his many, many, many talks where he would just get out so 
much wisdom and so many jewels that at the time you don't really are trying to hear it or you're just like blah 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 you talking you know but as you get older and as you start to experience life you know you start to ponder you start to really reflect and think back and it's like damn like he told me, you know, it was going to be hard and things was not going to be, you know, easy. And, you know, he told me, you know, everybody ain't your friend. And, you know, he told me, you know, having discernment and being discerning in this day and age is what's going to keep you. You know, those things you don't really listen to as a seven or eight or nine year old you know you just like i want to go play my toy with my toys i want to go outside and you know do this that or whatever um but as a 30 year old you start to reflect and be like damn you was right poppy you you was right you you was right in that sense you was right in that um the food i mean <laughs> child i do remember like a couple of his um recipes and a, a couple of uh items that he would cook that i pancakes i know how to do his pancakes and, I, and his cornbread the rest <laughs> that's just been lost and honestly that's just because you know we were young and he was old older and it was just that disconnect i mean that's it's because child his food used to be so good child yeah we used to have a home cooked meal every single day pretty much you know there'll be certain times like and that'll usually be a friday or some type of weekend where we would get uh fast food or pizza and that was rare uh let me be and honestly i thank my mom for that because knowing that a lot of people be getting sick and a lot of people be having this element and that element. I really believe, and y'all, I'm not no scientist, I'm not no doctor, but I really believed because of us eating home cooked meals and not the fast processed food that we missed a lot of sicknesses and illnesses and we didn't get sick like that. Um, but yeah, we had a home cooked meal every single day and child, it wasn't like, it like Poppy used to cook, like one day it would be like rice with green beans and, uh, pork chops. Another day it'd be like rice, collard green, like pork chops, spaghetti, fried chicken every sunday fried chicken cornbread that was on the menu regardless like poppy could cook a whole different myriad of things but on sundays he is also you already know the fried chicken and the cornbread and 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> Child, the food was so fucking good, y'all. Um, just the southern cook. It's just something about somebody that's from the south that can cook. <laughs> that it, it just does something to you. Um, but yeah, always a meal on the table, and it was hot. A hot, a hot meal. Like always, made sure. Um, always was out doing. Like Poppy can never sit. Like there were times where he would sit and you know watch his shows. His favorite shows that he used to watch was Murder She Wrote, which I absolutely adore still to this day. I can sit in my room and watch a whole day's worth of Murder She Wrote and be content. Um, that's because of him. Um, Walker, Texas Ranger. Uh, child, what else? Um, ooh. Child, I would have to really like think, think back to those time periods. But I, I remember Murder, She Wrote, like I said, in specific, because that was a show that I used to like. Like, I liked the Murder, She Wrote, so... Anytime Poppy was in there watching it, child, I would, you know, sneak in there and watch it with him. Um, Few and far between, he was sitting down watching TV because nine times out of ten, he was either doing laundry, he was either outside raking or blowing the leaves, gardening. He used to have, we had a whole little area where there was a garden. Uh, well, there it used to move. There used to be one spot, like, right when you walk into our backyard, our old backyard. And then there was an area on the opposite side of the house that he used to use as well. But he stopped. And then at some point, he used to, all the way in the back of our yard, people that um, have been to 109 Franklin Street, all the way in our backyard, like we had like this gated area. And in that gated area back in the day, that's where he used to really, you know, garden and do all his stuff. But then, you know, he got tired of that area. And at some point it just came a waste, a waste area, <laughs> a waste for our leaves and shit. Um, but yeah, he always was doing something. He always was doing something. He can never sit down and just relax. Um, every single day, picked up from school, taking to school. Like, and mind you guys, we went to a school. Um, people that live in Kingston, they know George Washington Elementary School. Child, the school wasn't, like, it wasn't even 10 minutes from our house. Like, it literally was up the street and around the corner, and it was right there. <laughs> like, but every single morning, he used to take us to school. And every single afternoon, you go outside, and his car is right there waiting for us so we can get picked up every, every, every day. Every day. Um, you know, when you're a little kid and 
all of the things that are happening, all the things that you're going or doing, like I said, him picking us up, him giving up, we're having three course meals every night for dinner, breakfast, like, and I'm going to say this shot, like, Poppy was so bad when it came to, like, catering to us, like, at some point, we had to tell him, like, Poppy, we we get breakfast at the school. You do not have to cook for us in the morning. Because he'll, like, sometimes he'll even do that, where, like, he'll cook a big breakfast in the morning. And it's like, Poppy, you know, you know, we go to, we got breakfast at school. <laughs> like, but, um, anywho, where I was at, as a, as a child, you, you get these things, like I said, full course meals and, uh, quote unquote chauffeur services <laughs> and all of that, and you just don't realize, or even it like as you get older, you start to realize when you know you see other people, but you don't even realize that everybody doesn't get those same opportunities, everybody's life isn't made like that. You know, some people are lucky to get a meal. <laughs> Damn, a three-course one. They lucky to get something. You know, some people are even lucky to even have a view. Like, so, you know, when you're older and you ponder, and I look back on my childhood, yes, I've been through some things. Yes, you know, everything wasn't peachy, keno. everything wasn't... Everything wasn't sunshine and roses. But what I will say is that I never, all my needs were met and all of my wants were met. My, I was in a house that, was, that loved me and that wanted the best for me. And that alone, that alone, I am thankful and I'm grateful to my parents because even I don't even have to go to like our stranger. I can go to my other family members and their households. I'm thankful for the household that I'm in because I don't know what I would have been or where I who I would have been if I was in any other situation than I am now. And um granted, like I said, everything wasn't sunshine and roses but the three main things food clothing and shelter was all mad you know and I, I i i'm thankful and i'm grateful for that um like i said pop used to have so many stories and so many you know jewels and nuggets and sometimes the jewels and the nuggets will be within the story so he telling you a story it's a regular story but when you really think about it it's like he's also trying to tell you something within the story that he's telling you um another thing that i really that really made me love like i love my dad to the ends of the earth, but something that made me really cherish him and really love him even more was other people, like, like, it's not random people because, you know, it's not, but people that you would see in your, like, 
who would have known that one of my friends, my father married their parent, her parents. Like, it's just like stuff like that and the great things that they have to say about my father. And then just like random people in the city that knew my dad and knew of him or that had, you know, conversations or was at New Progressive when he was the pastor. Like, the the great things they would say about him like he was just such a good man he was such a caring person he was such it like that really stamps that really warms me and that really confirms to me that i had a great dad that i had a a great role model, that I had a great provider because, you know, sometimes when you're living with somebody and when that's your parent, sometimes you don't see what everybody else sees on the outside looking in, but like, damn, like, you touched these many, you touched all of these many people. Um, it's just, it's just, it warms my heart every time. I'm like, I know your dad, you know, he used to do this. And then some of the stuff where, like I said, you will randomly be out somewhere and you'll be talking and they'll ask you about your parents. He would say, yeah, my mom is this so-and-so and my dad is, you know, so-and-so. And he'd be like, oh my gosh, I know, Rev- I know Reverend Smalls. I knew him for this. Like, those are the, like... I, and like I said, every time it's always good. Somebody always appreciated him. He, cause he always was a person that helped people. He loved what he did, and that is serve people. He loved what he did, and he did it to the best of his ability. Um, and. That definitely shows me that you gotta you got step your game up. You gotta step your game up. But um, I'm trying to think of a funny moment from Poppy before I wrap this whole thing up. Um, a funny moment. Um, <laughs> this is not funny. I'm not gonna say that one. <laughs> I'm not gonna put my mom under the hot seat. Um, um, a funny. Okay, so my his uh, son, my my brother, my half brother, um, who's older than me, Wayne. Shout out to him. Um, he around this time, he you know we. I'm not going to tell you the story, but they were exchange, exchange for a, a moment and they came back together. Um, and within that, um, Wayne asked us to watch his dog, Jagger. And um, my mom and them agree, which in hindsight i because the way my mom is so and like she says she loves dogs but the way she is so anti-pet i am like i'm still shocked that we even had a pet <laughs> like I, I i i am 
because the way she was so, the way she is anti-pet now like i'm i'm shocked or maybe that's the reason why she's anti-pet because of that situation i don't know but um <laughs> love you dearly mama but um facts is facts um so yeah so we had um my brother's dog his name was jagger um and the funniest thing is <laughs> y'all know dogs dogs can, sometimes dogs can be sneaky sometimes they'll do like sneaky things and like especially if you're not around if you're not watching them they'll like do like a little sneaky things and i think jagger was in the spare room this is the time where i was in the room with my brothers in the spare room and that was more so because my mom was doing daycare and so her when their uh her daycare clients would have to stay overnight that's the room that they would use or if somebody you know came up a family member whatever they would use that spare room um that's before i took over that room when i got a little older but um i don't know jacker was doing something in the spare room i have no idea and all of a sudden I just see, cause um, the door's open in our room. I'm like in my room, but I can see the hallway. And so all of a sudden, I just see Poppy with a a, a news <laughs> with a newspaper <laughs> that he, you know, y'all know when it comes to dogs, you bottle you uh bottle up the newspaper. So I see him with the newspaper bottled up. I'm like, why does he have the newspaper bottled up like that? And all of a sudden, you just hear him, get out of here, get out of here. And he's trying to hit Jagger with the paper. <laughs> and Jagger runs. Yo, the funniest thing ever in my life. I don't know what Jagger did, but, but Jagger and Poppy always had this funny but weird relationship because poppy didn't hate jagger but he also wasn't like chummy chummy with jagger so it was always some it was always something with them two but um there's that um i don't know my dad was Although he was funny, he was mostly serious a lot of the times. Um, I I would think probably like my mom would know a little bit more. You know, I was younger, so a lot of the things that I probably have seen him do, I probably don't remember just because of age. Um, but yeah, their relationship was fun was a key um oh i love you down poppy but you and that lotto child <laughs> there's this corner store in kingston it's, um, I'm not going to give the specific location, but I'm going to, I'm going to give like a, an about location. So it's basically in like, up, it's uptown, but it's, 
probably like Boise's and all that is in that vicinity. If y'all know where Boise's ice cream is at, it's in that vicinity. Probably used to go to this one um, growing up. Used to go to this one corner store. And child, we used to be, because at this point we were little kids. So he would go to the girl, he would leave us in the car. And Poppy would be in that store for like a good 10, 15 minutes. And as when you're younger, you don't really know what's going on because, bitch, I know what a lotto, what a scratch off, what none of that shit was. Um, but as you grow up, you know things and you 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 get to know and poppy used to be a lotto king he loved himself some lotto child um so much so i'm gonna say he was addicted but i will say like child he loved himself some lotto and i remember when i turned 18 i was like very into scratch i was like i Child, I was going to the store two, three times a day to get scratch-offs. Um, and then, you know, I had a conversation with my mom about the situation. She was like, you know, your dad was, like, really into Lotto and scratch-offs and stuff like that. And I just don't want you to go down that wrong, that wrong, t- you know, rabbit hole because you just don't know where that can lead you. When it comes to gambling and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, Poppy loved himself some Lotto. He loved himself some... um, What else did Poppy like? Um, Y'all remember... Y'all know those candies? It's called the... um, what are they? It's the caramel candies. Damn, what the fuck are they called? Let me see if I can find them on my phone. But Poppy, like, he used to, my mom used to get like the bags of them, and then like she would fill them up. Like we have this big like can, glass canister. We still got it. She fills it up with like M Ms and stuff now. Um, but back then she used to fill it up with that that candies. Uh, I'm trying to see. I, is it Werther? Yes, it's Werther's. Yo, my dad loved himself some fucking Werther's. Yo, like, like I said, mom used to get bags of the Werther's, filled them up, and like, we would have, it was just not that can- canister. We had other canisters that she would fill them up around the house. Child. My um, chop Pepsi was another thing. My dad loved himself some um, some cream of wheat, <laughs> and my dad used to put cream of wheat and he used to put milk in it. Uh, uh, it makes me sick to my stomach even thinking about it. Like I'll never forget. <laughs> One day he had. Um, There's two instances where I saw Poppy had a plate of food or a cup of something and I drunk it, not knowing what the fuck it was. And as soon as I tasted it, I got um, my mouth buds smacked me in my face like, bitch, you knew better. And I'll never forget. One day I he had a bowl. I'm thinking it was vanilla ice cream, y'all. <laughs> 
I'm thinking it's vanilla ice cream. I'm not thinking. So I'm like, oh, I'll probably got some ice cream. I'm, I'm child. I was young. I was probably like seven, eight. If I was eight or nine, I don't even know if I was up in that around, but I was young. So go to, you know, taste it. And I immediately wanted to vomit because it was like warm. The cream of wheat was like warm. And then the milk, the cream of wheat made the milk warm. It, yeah, I'm getting nauseous thinking about it. Let me stop talking about it. So, yeah, that was one thing that he really liked. He liked, he liked the like cream of wheat, grits, like those types of things. Like he loved um, eating that. Um, uh, another, oh, and one time, because he liked the old E, old English, the most nastiest, filthiest, just downright nastiest beer ever. I don't know how he drank that shit. Like, ever. I, I don't. But one time, he, he used to have them in, like, red cups. And one time, I'm thinking, because... Poppy also used to even he liked the, his old E, but he also liked the, his Pepsi. Loved child Poppy, uh, child. Yeah, if you know, you know. Um, and so I'm thinking in the red cup, mind you, it wasn't like I. It was dark in the room, or it was I don't know, but I don't know. I don't know why I didn't look to see what it was before I drank it. But I ended up um, just seeing the cup. I knew it was popular. So, like I said, he always had, like, a red cup or something like that. And I drank it. And it was that nasty-ass old English. Um, wanted to vomit right then and there. Um, uh, what else? Donut. Uh, Pop used to go to Dunkin' Donuts all of the time. And he used to get those the jelly filled donuts. This is okay. So this is when Dunkin' Donuts was actually good as fuck. It's what they saying Dunkin' Donuts of today, where they donuts are absolutely filthy. This is Dunkin' Donuts back when Dunkin' Donuts was actually giving us good ass donuts. Um, no shade, but shade. Um. Pop used to get the jelly filled donuts and he used to get the um the original ones. The old fashioned is what they're called. Child Poppy invented a hack. I don't know if other people do this. <laughs> if y'all do it, I live for y'all. But Poppy used to get the old fashioned donuts and he used to put them in the oven so they could heat up and get like a little crispy. Child. Used to make you want to hurt yourself. Used to make you want to hurt yourself. And I've eaten so many jelly donuts to the point where if I see a jelly filled donut, I'm going to throw it at you. Because I don't want it. <laughs> I, I don't want it. Um, yeah, just so many memories. So many things. Child, the Christmases, the fact that he was very quiet and meek and my and just to himself, which I 
definitely took some of those characteristics when it comes to me just wanting to be to myself and just, you know, chilling on my own. I could have a whole party by myself. Um, Him not being around my, because my family is loud. If you've been around my family, my family is very loud and rambunctious. Um, and my, like I said, my dad was the opposite. Um, so when we had cookouts, he would do his thing. Like he would cook the, you know, if a mom needed him on the grill, cause usually my mom would be on the grill, but if she needed him to, you know, cut up a watermelon or do something in the kitchen or prepare something, he would do it. But as soon as his duties, uh, preparing, is up he is gone like he would be in his room or he'll be like everybody would be outside in the back having a good old time on the deck on the in the pool just joseph having a good old time and he would be either in his room or he would be in the living room sitting down watching a tv show that i just named earlier <laughs> um there definitely didn't want to be like being in crowds and in big groups of people um mm -mm. yeah you know it's just a lot of things that you just miss. Um, and it sucks because I live in a whole different city. And so things like today, you know, today, even though it snowed, even though uh, it snowed, so nine to nine, and I probably wouldn't have went to the grave site today because of the snow, but, um, when it was nice out, you know, maybe for Father's Day, hopefully I can get out there. Um, but I'm lucky to have had, again, what I had um, for 16 years. Um, I cherish those memories. I will always remember those, you know, memories. I always remember those those conversations, those jewels, those nuggets of information. Um, you know, and I miss them. I miss them like crazy. Um, I do know he's in a better place. I do know he's at peace. I do know that, you know, he's looking out for me and my brothers and my mother. Um, and I love him. And one, one day I know we'll meet again. Um, so that's pretty much it. Um, I love you, Poppy, and I miss you. And until we meet again. 
Y'all, when we come back, I'm going to wrap this thing up. This is EDS Squad After Dark. We'll be back right after this, y'all. And we're back, y'all. We are back. So, um... I'm going to wrap it up Um, next week. um, Like I said, we're back. I'm back. I'm back, bitches. So all you bitches, first of all, all you hoes that thought I was gone, thought I was gone to no return, bitch, you thought I'm back and I ain't going no motherfucking where. And that's on what? Period. Back to my peoples. So, yeah, I will be back next week. Um, Like I said earlier in the episode, every Friday, um, I'm shooting for when y'all bitches wake up. (laughs) Y'all will have a notification for this uh, show. But if there's a a week um, where that is not the case, the episode I know for a fact will be out by the early evening, by like three, four o'clock in the evening. Um, the episode will be out. Um, but for the most part, you guys will wake up to an episode every Friday. Um, the video we're still working on. We'll hopefully have everything raring to go in the summer. Fingers crossed, prayers up for that. Um, Anything else that I want to announce before I wrap it the fuck up? Um, Since I am back, the Jennifer Huff story, I am doing the last part visually. So give me like a... uh, I don't want to be a deadline on that but what i will say okay what i will say about that is that it will be out by the time um it'll be out in the next few weeks uh i gotta figure out some things i'll figure out some things but it'll be out in the next few weeks um, just give me a little bit of time. I'll keep that updated on that. Um, I'm trying to think, is there anything else that I left y'all hanging on that I need to update y'all? No, that's pretty much it. Um, be on the lookout because I am going to be um, having a gaming channel. Like... There is so many new games that drop. There is so many games that I enjoy playing that I feel like, bitch, I should be getting paid for it. Period. So, um, in the next couple of weeks, I will be creating and having a gaming channel where I will be gaming um, The Sims. I'm going to be doing some Sims content. I'm still working on what I want to do with The Sims in specific. Um, And I am going to be doing WWE 2K23 content. 
Um, I actually already have an idea. I just got to um I'm just honestly waiting for the bugs and I'm waiting for the patch to come. Um, the first day patch to come in some bugs and some shit to be fixed. And then with universe mode, because it has to do with universe mode. And I've been seeing specific bugs in universe mode. So once universe mode is a little bug fr <laughs> bug free, um, then I can go ahead and tell y'all what I got planned. Um, so stay tuned for that. Um... And that's pretty much it, y'all. I want to thank y'all for checking out this episode. I want to thank y'all for having patience. I want to thank y'all for not um, bar bar bombarding me with where you at and when you coming back and this, that, and the third. I thank you for like letting me take my... Uh, let me have my space and let me take my time to do what I need to do. So I can come back and um, be better than ever. Next week, we're going to have hot topics. We're going to have a TV segment. I, I We're going to talk about Love After Lockup. We're going to talk about it. There's so many things we can dissect and talk about. Um, we're also going to start bringing back the WWE content. I... Um, yeah, and next week I will give you guys my Sims uh, review for the new expansion pack, and I'm going to give you my uh, review for the new WWE 2K23. Um, I'll give that out next week. I'm still playing both, and so y'all know me. I like to play and get a little deep into it before I get my full thoughts and opinions. Um, so yeah, so stay tuned to all of that. If you guys need me, you guys know where to hit me up at anything that is Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at Elijah Smalls. Um, and with that being said, I live for each and every last one of you guys. I love each and every last one of you guys. And I thank you guys from the bottom of my heart for checking out this week's episode. I will see y'all next week. Peace, y'all. This has been an EDS Squad TV production. This episode was produced and edited by Eli. Shout out to Anchor, the simple way to make a podcast.